Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hi guys, uh, so excited to have Jen Beam here with me today and talking with you all. I know you're going to get so much value from her. She went through Rock Salt Academy two years ago. She was in the second round that I did um, and I really connected with her in the DMs right away. Um, actually, funny story. I liked her so much and we kind of like hit it off as friends that I was scared to even pitch Rock Solid Academy to her as a new coach. And when we finally... I say we, my VA at the time, uh, when I finally did it, we got her on a sales call. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to work with her. And I knew that I could help her in her business. So um, now she is also a confidence coach, a VA coach. And I believe you have a couple of VA clients as well too, right? So yeah, yeah. she yes, does all the I things do. you guys. And I always call her a freak of nature with love um, <laughs> because she homeschools four of her kids. So I don't know how she does it, but she's going to be giving us all the details on the common mistakes that she made as a new VA, and then also how she juggles all the things with four crazy kids at home. So we'll just dive into that. So tell me a little bit first um, about what your business structure looked like when we were chatting in the DMs before you joined Boxall Academy. I think this is one of my favorite questions because I didn't have any structure. There was like zip for structure going on. I had approached an in-person studio that my kids were going to. I noticed a disconnect in her communication with her customers. And I was like, you need help. So when we started talking, I was already working for her. There was no contract. I didn't set my prices. Like I was basically just like working and being like, give me a check. Like, so I really came to you with Obviously, I like worked in corporate, right? So I like I had experience in the business part of it in terms of like what I could offer them, but I had no structure in terms of a business for myself. So I think one of my favorite things about our relationship and in our journey together is that we really got to know each other for I think it was like a good six months. I want to say it was like six months before yeah. <laughs> you even were like, hey, we should work together. And it was like a no brainer. It, there was no hesitation. I remember talking to my husband about it and he's like, is this the Jade that you've been talking to for like months? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay. So I had no structure before we started working together, like nothing. Yeah. And you know what too, there's so many women and I would almost rather have clients that are like you and brave enough to go and get a client right. and keep waiting because there's never a right time for anything, if we think about it, right? I remember even when uh, I was like wanting to get pregnant with my second, I was like, no, no, no. You know, I was telling, I, you know, I think my ex-husband's like grandma or something like, well, we, you know, we need to wait until I get my degree. And they were like, there's never a right time to have a baby. Just, no. you know, it's the same thing with starting a business. Like your business is your baby and there's no right time to do that. So I see way too many women get, you know, all caught up in, in their own head of like, I need to have all this shit figured out before I dive in and right. that's not the case. And so actually you're my ideal client because you've already got the, you know, balls to go out there and go get a client 
and just kind of wing it until you figure it out. So tell me about what your income looked like. Cause I know you had a couple of different clients when we started working together. Yeah. So what did that look like with not having any business structure? What did that, like, how did that messy. affect your family, your budget <laughs> paying bills? It was messy. It was for sure. And I remember like being, cause that, you know, you have to be like fully transparent when you're working with a coach and being able to be coached. Um, you know, you kind of have to like disclose that information. So it wasn't anything I was like embarrassed by, but it was kind of like, well, this is what I have going on. I was at like $18 an hour. Again, no contract, no structure, no nothing. Right. I joined RSA. I think I landed two more clients, probably in the middle of my journey through RSA. And one was not ideal. And I straight up remember you being like, if you want to take them on, that's fine. But like, they're not a hundred percent ideal. And at the time it was like, well, I kind of need the money. And I, looking back, I think it was more the, the confidence, like that boost I needed in myself to be like, yeah, I can actually do this, even though I was already doing it. So you really pushed me to like build a structure and learn how to do that. And so I went from $18 an hour to $35 an hour by the time I left RSA. Um, I left with, well, I guess I'm jumping ahead, but I left with two clients and then I went on to do bigger months after that, which is kind of coming up next. But the structure again, kind of like going back to like, you have to have it in order. I remember the same thing with like our last, cause I, I have four kids. So like our last kiddo was not planned. Um, I was actually planned or scheduled to have uh, the hysterectomy, which is how we found out I was pregnant with our last kiddo. Um, who's like the best little thing to, you know, to like complete our family. But in my business, like I had just found out I was pregnant with her. I just landed this client then I invested in myself in this course. And I was like, holy shit, like, <laughs> how do you do this? So it was a lot of mental, like just pushing through that uncomfortableness, because just like you said, there's no right time to do anything. You just have to do it. So it was kind of more just like, let's just jump in and see what happens. Um, and obviously it worked out for the best because that client eventually turned into a bigger client. She eventually got a contract and I eventually started making the money I was supposed to be making, which I wouldn't have been doing had I not gone through RSA. Yeah. So your income, I forgot about that. It literally doubled. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> which I, remember is crazy. I know. And well, even, even like my story, I was charging $15 an hour. And when I hired my <laughs> coach, she was like, you've been working as a BA for a year and a half. You should be making at least 35. And I, I just remember looking at her like, what? again, yeah. what? <laughs> I'm right. Um, but it's a big, yeah, it's a big jump. If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basic to to get started. I love it. And the funny, I don't want to say it's funny because I know sometimes it's not always like the, you know, a blessing like a baby, but I will say, and you know, as a mindset coach that I feel like the universe gives us different curveballs, right? Um, Right. when When you take a big leap. And I really think it's like almost like testing you of like, okay, do you really have what it takes? Like, how bad do you want this? And I see a lot of clients when they join RSA, life is fine and dandy. And then um, you know, you know, COVID happened. I've seen, um, right. I remember in 2020 clients be like, oh, my husband got laid off, you know, they stuck with it. 
Becky is one of those um, clients that always sticks out in my head. Um, and then she became like the breadwinner for a little bit and her family during that season. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, deaths or things like that. But I always right. tell my clients, like, you are being tested, even for me. I remember one of my biggest launches I ever did, I had freaking COVID. So I was like in bed working in the middle of a launch. You know me, I'm like, I'm not quitting. And I, nope. and I powered through it and it ended up being a huge successful launch. So right. I just think, I just think that like for you as well, it's like, okay, how bad do you want it? And obviously it worked out great. Um, so I remember a couple months ago, you reminded me cause I, you hopped on one of my lives and I was like, where did you leave RSA? Yeah. You said 5k and I was like, whoa, I oh, forgot about yeah. that. It's been two years. And speaking of like COVID, right? So like that was right before. So we chose to start homeschooling. I, I can't remember if we chose while we, I was in RSA or like just after, because we, we took our kids out like almost at the end of the year. And then I had landed a, a new client. She was awful. You, you like coached me through it. I got rid of her. It was like the best decision ever. Right. Yep. And then okay. COVID hit really badly. And like, Again, in the online space, you know, as as coaches and like as we work with specific clients and industries, virtual assistants are needed all over, right? Well, we were literally doing our taxes. I with we have a person that does them, a tax agency, and I have my baby there and all my kids. And she's like, Oh, you made some money this year. She's like, What are you doing? And I explained, and she's like, Oh, I need that. She ended up being a 15K client for three months. I had three consistent 5K months just from her. So that didn't include my other clients, like right out of, right when I left RSA, um, which our family got to take our first vacation just last year. Um, it was insane. Like it was the easiest thing I'd ever done too, which sounds awful, but like, that's kind of your zone of genius, right? Like you, yep. you should be compensated and paid for what it is that you're good at. And so I was only a three month package. I work with her, you know, every couple months we do like a, a small like refresher, but it was huge, like 5k months coming from somebody that was making One like dollars an hour. So my business has evolved huge since then. But like, that's really where I'm most proud is that I kind of stepped out of my comfort zone. And honestly, because I was confident in what I was doing. I didn't pitch her. Like I didn't go to her being like, Oh, do you need somebody to do this? She found me. She came to me. Obviously. Yeah. We were sitting in her office for an appointment, but like I had four kids, brand new baby, and I was able to get it done and it was the best thing ever. So, yeah. So that was going to be my next question. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about, cause I, I, you know, me, I always boxer you with questions like Jen, like even this summer, <laughs> Um, it's been a dream, which I don't know if I want to call it a dream. No, I'm just kidding. It is what it is. Now, it is. And no. then I know I'll miss it once they're back in school. But I was like, you know, I want to have my kids at home with me all summer. And right. it's been challenging. But tell me a little bit about what your day looks like with your kids and setting boundaries. Because I know a lot of moms feel like they, especially stay-at-home moms, it, it's right. crazy to me. But it's almost like, because stay-at-home moms know how crazy and chaotic it can get with right. kids. Whereas like nine to five, like, okay, I'm at my nine to five. I've got my lunch break. I got the mom right. crack for my day, you know, whatever that looks like. It's almost like the stay-at-home moms are more hesitant about starting an online business. So tell me a little bit about that. I think this is kind of what pushed me into mindset and confidence coaching in terms of like being a VA coach or a business coach. 
because I was very like in that corporate mindset that I, cause I used to work in corporate. My kids went to daycare. I was a single mom. Like, yes, I had two kids, but like, I don't care if you have two kids or 10 kids, it's just as busy. Um, that's like the first thing I tell people because we often are always comparing ourselves to everybody else. So if you see somebody that's really soaring in their business and they don't have kids, they have a lot of time, right? If you're over here, like I was, and I had four kids, you know, three and a brand new baby, which I feel like babies count as like three kids. Right. Yeah. Like all the things. And so I was more focused, like full transparency in the beginning. I was more focused on the fact that my husband and my kids needed to understand that mommy needed to work. Like I need to work. I need to go at my computer. I need you to leave me, me, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. And I did that for like eight months and I was losing my shit like daily. It wasn't until like full transparency. It wasn't until I was like, okay, how can I build this into my day? Like in sprinkles or in chunks, right? Can I take 30 minutes and just go, you know, send these emails? Can I take 20 minutes and go do my content? Can I take, you know, 15 minutes here and there? And I know for some people it's like, oh yeah, okay, I'll find time for that. But if you really want it, you'll build it into your schedule. So We have now, we're moving into, this will be our third full year of homeschooling. Um, When we started, I wanted to be the mom that was like, oh, we're doing all these beautiful things and we have so much time and I'm so relaxed. Totally not my style. I'm like, I gotta work, leave me alone. Like, and I know that sounds bad. I love my kids, but like, it's not feasible. You can't do all the things. So we finally invested in a specific program where the kids had a little bit more like you know, support and like resources. And then I was there as a backup. We really do school in like an hour a day, every morning for an hour. And then the kids have, you know, they have chores. We do a lot of life, like life skill lessons. We do a lot of hands-on stuff as a family, but you can build that really just like your business, right? You can go as crazy and over the top or as lax as you want, just like you can with homeschooling. So I think my biggest advice for people and in my journey was like, slowing down, stop overpacking your schedule just because you can do it. Doesn't mean you have to do it, but also like really being present. And I think so many people say that, but it's really hard to like set your phone down and not look at it or look at your calendar every 10 seconds. But okay, I have 20 minutes here to like do whatever I want. Or tomorrow we have two hours free. And like, what can we put in that two hour time? No, don't put anything in there. Like just, just let it be. Just like deciding to start you have to give yourself grace and you have to like be okay with not having every single thing scheduled out because I was over scheduling my entire life. Um, For example, summer is way busier, which I don't know why it should be like, relax. I feel like it should be like right. a vacation, right? Winter, winter like, and oh, fall. We're in the Midwest though too, guys. So yeah. I don't leave my house in the winter. So my schedule, no. like, unless it's summer is like the boys, I don't leave my house. So right. That's how we are in the winter. Like we, my kids are in sport. Well, they're in sports, but like it's a year round sport. So like there is no break and it's exhausting. So like our winter is like movies, lots of school in the winter. I do a lot of work in the winter and I try to do less in the summer so that I can be with them. But my biggest, I think my biggest takeaway as, as a mom and as a business owner is like actually being in the moment. So if you're sitting there with your kids, You've worked all day, you know, your significant other is home, you guys are watching a movie, you're having dinner, and you're over here on your phone, you're not actually being present as much as like your brain is like, Oh, I need to be here. I need to be here. No, turn off your phone. Like your business will still be there. Your kids will still be there. 
you have to like show up for each part of your life. So boundaries, I think is my biggest. Yeah. But that it takes time. Like you're not going to do that overnight. It does. Like I've told you guys this too. Um, it was, oh, spring break this last March. I went into coaching March of 2020 and I never eat. Like I go to Colorado to see my parents and I would still be working and doing calls. And I think that's, I Your think brain is like my programmed. Yeah. Right. And this is like the best part now of like, well, I also have a whole, whole team and it's not like I didn't trust my team before. I think it's just getting to that point in your business. You're like, okay, I don't have to be turned on 24 seven. It's still going right. to be there and it's still going to be successful. And also, um, that summer, actually, when I was coaching you, um, it was, I didn't have a house cleaner then. And so I was working 18 hour days. Right. We were ordering, which I told myself then, right? I'm supporting small businesses because that was during COVID. Right. Our businesses were closing. But I like to be totally honest, we could afford to eat out because I was making more money because I was coaching. And also, right. um, I I didn't cook. I didn't spend that time. I was doing coaching calls that summer. And yes, there is, and I hate the word hustle, there is gonna be that hustle period, but there was no reason that I couldn't talk to my kids or I was working 18, 20 hours a day. Like that's ridiculous. So I got burned out very, very quickly. So then I think that next year, year and a half, it was, okay, how can I show up my business? But also how can I show up for my kids? I don't want them to get that mentality of like, Oh, having a business means working all the time. And I think too, being productive over being busy at a nine to five, um, depending on what you do. But like, I had a lot of downtime being an admin. So I actually work less now, but I feel like I work more because I'm actually getting more done. I'm not just sitting in a desk, twiddling my thumbs. Like I'm actually working. Yeah. (laughs) So like at the end of like a normal, you know, eight hour day, it's like, Ooh, I'm mentally drained where my, my nine to five, it was like more of like, I'm like more emotionally exhausted because I'm so freaking bored, not doing anything. (laughs) Right. I remember days like that when I, I was, I, uh, I was freshly pregnant with my third kid. Yeah. My, my third. So I have a girl, boy, girl, girl. So it was my second daughter. I'd just taken this new job. I was way overqualified for it, but I was like, ah, it's fine. I'll just, you know, I just won't do as much like whatever. I literally sat at my desk and was so bored out of my mind. Like I hated going to work. I didn't have anything to do. And they were like paying me to sit there. And I'm just like, this is not for me. Our (laughs) personalities can't handle that. We're like, if I'm getting paid, I need to be doing something. And I would ask my boss, because she was, you know, in an office, like 45 minutes away. So I like call and that's like, I was bugging her. She's like, no, you're good. So basically all my work (laughs) will be done the first hour. They just wanted a body up there to like check people in. But our office was so slow we would have maybe two appointments a day and I'm like oh my god so I, I remember oh my gosh I remember being pregnant I was miserable playing sims on my phone because I'm yes. like I was like Pinteresting <laughs> or making my grocery list I would take like yep. a long lunch and for me I'm like I can't do that because I'm a hard worker and like I I can't and then once my it's baby like, was born it was like yep. I, I need to be feeling like I'm contributing something to society And I didn't have that. And so I think that was my biggest thing too, is like, okay, I feel like it, like, I know I change women's lives. Like, you know that too, because you're one of my co-coaches. Like having that purpose, I think makes such a big difference. I think one of the biggest things too, and with somebody recently that um, I noticed was talking about it more in her business 
was involving your kids. So like my oldest is 11. Okay. So she sort of knows how to use a computer. She likes to play in Canva and she'll be like, oh, I'll make graphics for you. I let her do it. Do I use them? No, but don't tell her that. (laughs) But like, if you can involve them, whether they're like, you know, getting post-its at the store with you or like any little thing where they can feel included in your business. Like I get that they can't sit in on a call, but like when I was in RSA, I had got, I got a new client. I had a baby and I was like, oh my God, like somebody fell upstairs. I got to grab her. So I grabbed her and like went back to my call and my client was so irritated. She was like, this is so unprofessional. And I was like, oh, we're done. Like I work from home, right? Like I own a business. I'm offering you a service. You are a mom. You also work from home. If you can't handle like that being an incident where like I came right back and she was in my lap and that's like unprofessional that's not for me. So does that make sense? Like that immediately turned me off. Like there's such a difference between like when you and I were in corporate or like a nine to five, then like what that corporate life looks like now. So many more people work remotely. The difference is that they have a schedule, right? Versus like when you're here building your own business, like you have full reign over that, but you have to also build it for you and not just be like, I got to work 18 hours a day because some of us are like that it takes time for your brain to be like, okay, I can kind of ease off a little bit and it's still going to be there. But that's kind of that growth and that journey that everybody goes through differently. So yeah. And I remember seeing a meme before too, where it's like dads and, and I know not all dads are like that, but it's like, they go to work. Right. And then it's like, moms get up, get the kids ready, take them to daycare, go work a nine to five, come home, uh, cook dinner, do bad. Right. And I'm not saying all men are like that. I'm not, but I think as a society though, that, you know what I mean? Like in the 60s, 70s, it was like the moms did the housework and men went to work. Well, now in order to afford a lot of things, you need both parents to work, but the mom still has, and here's the thing too, a lot of it's self-guilt. I remember that my main reason for leaving my nine to five was because I had so much anxiety. And so I, even though I was making $35,000 a year and I didn't do anything at my job, but um, I had this like mentality of like being a bad mom. I took, I took a 10 week maternity leave. I extended it four weeks. Like I'm obsessed with babies. It's ridiculous. And I, it broke my it heart. Isn't. Like leave oh my I know. I can't and I, was, like, I felt like such a bad mom because I'm like, he's in daycare 10 hours a day. I'm staying right. at work, not doing shit. Um, <laughs> And then he got sick with RSV on day three at being at daycare. Mm. So then I had to take off the rest of that week. And I had so much guilt and anxiety over that. And then trying to nurse, I nursed my oldest for a year. So then again, mom guilt, I was like, well, that's not fair to Cooper to not nurse him for a year. So then I remember forgetting, um, you know, because I was sleep deprived. And I also didn't know at the time I had postpartum depression I I think it was more postpartum anxiety which we'll save that story about I was convinced (laughs) the cat was going to lay on Cooper and and suffocate him to death but that's another that's a legit like that's a valid thought I want to acknowledge that (laughs) it is a similar experience I was like it's in a bed with me but I need to like have him near it was just it was I'm that mom I go overboard well Um, your brain goes into like survival mode because you're trying you're being pulled in all these directions and your mom guilt and radar is like it's overdriven and it can't calm down yeah and it was it was just so much I'd forget my breast pump I'd have to go to Target on my lunch break and another one but then and then I felt bad because pumping you know took at least 30 minutes and no one else cared but and then also too it was awkward because I didn't have anywhere to actually 
I had a room to pump, but I just, I felt really uncomfortable. And so right. I think that's, that's something I tell my clients all the time of like, well, like I've got my kids. I've literally changed uh, when Cooper was younger. I changed a shitty diaper. Um, I, I, mean, I turned it. I didn't tell them what I was yeah. doing. I was like over here, you know, right. um, doing my thing and changing a poopy diaper. And it's like, you know what? I, I think for a lot of moms, like you have to figure out, like I, I tell you, I, I had Cooper in daycare a few days a week. Cause for me, I, it, it was too much. I get, I Absolutely. get, uh, to be transparent, I get easily overwhelmed and that's what worked for me. But I think as moms, we need to quit judging ourselves and we need to quit yeah. judging each other and do what works. And if another mom thinks that it's unprofessional, that's not your ideal not client. for you. Yeah. Absolutely. We, um, we have a sitter that comes in randomly now, um, for certain, like certain times when I have back-to-back calls, because I, as their mom, am trying to work, but I also want to make sure that they're safe. And so that yeah. allows them to have this extra fun time, just like they were at school or daycare. Exactly. And then when I'm done, like I'm all hands in, I'm present. I shut my computer, like it's in a different space. You have to separate yourself. Um, it was, I want to say like two, maybe two, three weeks ago, I had a company reach out to me. They were a local, I live in Minnesota. So they were a local company. They were like, oh my gosh, we're looking for a person to do this. We happen to come across you and your profile and notice what you do. I went through three rounds of interviews with this company. Okay. I was like, "Hmm, we'll see what this schedule looks like. Right. I was the first time I was like fully transparent that we homeschool. I gave them my actual schedule. Like, here's what we do. She was so excited, like to have somebody because they were so family focused. Like we talked outside of the interviews. I interviewed with the other two, you know, partners and then they chose somebody else. And I was like, huh. So at first I was pissed, right? Because I spent all this time being fully transparent, right? Like, you know, out in the open, this is what I do. I would be interested in this because it's very similar to what I'm doing now. And then they didn't choose me. So then after I let it sit for like a month or it was like a week, I was like, okay, that wasn't like, that wasn't for me. And I ended up landing a new client in my business that was more aligned, I guess. I hate to, I hate to use aligned as a word. I feel like but everyone like it was, does it all the time, yeah. but there's times where you need to say very it. careful. Yeah. yeah. But like, it obviously happened for a reason, although that would have been a really awesome opportunity. Clearly their values weren't the same as my values, which is exactly like what we're doing in this space, right? Like you choose those things. And so I don't know if that makes sense, like why that journey was important and why, again, that opportunity opened somewhere else is because you get to choose it. You get to put into it just like as a mom, like I choose how many hours I work in every day. I choose my schedule. Like I wouldn't be doing that if I were working for a specific, you know, company where I'm working remotely. So yeah, I don't know. It's been like, like, it's totally different than this is not what I thought my life would look like when I was a single mom with two kids running in a corporate job. Definitely, definitely not what I thought. Right. I me either. Yeah. I was like, I'm climbing totally the corporate ladder, you know, it's fine. And but no, I, I agree. I could never. And now too, because I think being a business owner, you do so much personal development work. Now that I've done like all the tests and you know, why right. I'm the way I am, I'm like, I'm literally not cut out for a nine to five <laughs> at all. Like I love what I do. I wake up even today, guys, it's Monday. And I was like, I'm just not feeling it today. And then I get on my team calls with you guys and I'm like, all pumped up. I'm like, Right. Let's do that. I mean, four cups of coffee too. It's fine. Oh yeah. Um, coffee is like a must. Yeah. Yes. I know. I need to like stop at some point, but so <laughs> to end it. 
to to kind of wrap it all up, what would you say was your biggest takeaway going through Rock Salt Academy or maybe even like your tip for another mom that's in the same boat that you were in? I think it was this the support. It it's one thing to choose to invest in yourself, to be scared to go through that, to have all this information and be super excited. But the personalization, the coaching, the support that I got and that as your fellow co-coach, we also provide yep. in RSA isn't like something else. Um, I've worked with other coaches. I've invested in other programs and they were all wonderful, all different specific things. But if I hadn't done RSA, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have the thought process I have today about my business. And I probably wouldn't have continued the way that I was going. Yeah. Um, because it was so, it was so much more of a personal hands-on, like in my back pocket access that I got. Um, and I don't ever want to sound like cheesy or cliche when I say that, cause I am one of your co-coaches, but I truly, like, I truly believe that that's, that's what got me through it. And that's how, and why I'm where I am today. Like hands oh, down. I love that. No, and honestly <laughs> too, I remember coming to you to, and asking you to be my co-coach and I was like, Jen, like I didn't, I didn't interview you. I was like, if you say no, like that's fine. But I was like, I don't know who I'm going to trust or hire. It's, I can't and, imagine. Like it's, yeah. and it's confusing too, for like, I explain to people like, you know, our kids are in gymnastics, right. And I still work for the gym and my daughter will be like, oh yeah, my mom works here, but she also does this and she does this and she does this. And people are like, well, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, you just build it and like, I just do like, that's just what I choose to do. And I build it into my schedule. Yeah. There are days that are a little bit more chaotic or, you know, one of the kids is sick, but like, I choose to have a schedule like this. And I now know that like, I'm in full control of doing that. So yeah, that's something I want to do. I'm going to do it. Like yeah. nobody's going to tell me I can't. So I love it. And like, that's such a good role model for your girls as well, too, of like, my mom's a badass. She was at home with us. She was our teacher. I hope that's what like, think. <laughs> no, seriously. Like anytime I, I love when like 21 year olds come to me, they have no kids, like, you know, <laughs> like nothing. I don't know if I have the time to do this. And I'm like, let me tell you about my friend, Jen. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. You had no so many things that go through RSA that like they, um, I worked with, I was uh, a coach for Emily Tittle, for example. She was like, super pregnant, had a toddler, worked a nine to five, and she has a successful copywriting business because of her experience in RSA. And she made it work. Like she did it. So there is no excuse like that you can give. You really just have to jump in and believe that you can do it. That's what the program and the coaching and support is for. Um, It's not, you know, it's not like, oh, I hope I can do it. No, you can. You just have to show up and want to be there. So and want to put in the work, which right. I always talk all the time. So <laughs> right. No, I love that, I John. Love and I think too, I I love I when um I was working with my podcast manager, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have Jen on here because you know, <laughs> you're like there. I tell you all the time, like <laughs> you're my hero. I want to be like you when I grow up. I want to have more patience with my kids and you know, oh, one I have not day. <laughs> One That's day. Thing too. Like I'm all about the transparency. Like if you yeah. probably like, I always feel like if your kids are good for someone else, you're doing a good job. I have kids that are going through PMSing, like they're in their <laughs> teeny years. I have a, you know, I have a toddler who's three, who doesn't like me today. Like that's just my life. And yeah. so whether I'm at a nine to five and I don't get to see them or I can reshift my, my mindset around how I get to be in their life. 
yeah, I would choose this a hundred percent every time. So yeah, no, I agree. Well, thank you so, so much, Jen, for yes, being on thank this you for episode Rebel Energy. It's amazing. And I can't wait to hear the feedback on this as well, too. I'm so excited. Thank you. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing. You are worthy and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.